welcome back everyone to another episode of Semi-Professional. Um, I'm Summer. I'm Sam. And uh, this week we wanted to focus on our education since that is what our podcast is kind of focused on is our education journey and kind of keeping our personal journal. So we thought we would start with our, um, we both have been through um, school, plenty of school to talk about and um, continue to go through school. Well, not me, but Sam continues to go through school. Um, I think I want to start with life updates. How does that sound to you? Sounds good. Um, I always love to hear these on podcasts. So uh, this week we've had, well, since we've recorded our first episode, we've had Halloween. Do you want to tell them? We dressed up as Ron Stoppable and Kim Possible. Yeah. Summer looked a lot more like Kim Possible than <laughs> I did Ron. I think I would have no. pulled off, I would have pulled off the naked mole rat Rufus a lot better than I did Ron, <laughs> but I think it was still good. Yeah, no, you look really good. If you see my Instagram, um, you'll see our costumes, but it was one of those, we didn't really, we, the only thing we bought was the gloves, so. Yeah, we're pretty, I feel like we always want to have good Halloween costumes. Not that this wasn't a good Halloween costume, but we just, especially me, this is more of a Sam problem than a summer problem, but <laughs> we just put it off until the day of Halloween. Yes, but I think we made a good Ron Sobble and Kim Possible, and leading up to it, I was watching a lot of Kim Possible, and such a good show. Even now as an adult, I really enjoyed watching it, and you watched some episodes too. Yeah, I don't know if I would say it's a really good show. <laughs> I would! <laughs> it's it's nostalgic though, and the, yeah. nos- the nostalgia is good. Yeah. Um. Some other things, we bought a Christmas tree. Do you want to tell the story of the Christmas tree? Yeah, so tree? this is kind of a a hot topic in our yeah. household right now because <laughs> when we moved from Utah, I, well, not just me, but let's just put it this way. Summer didn't load one thing into the U-Haul, and that's because she was here working, so that's a completely fine, legitimate excuse, but we had like a six-foot-tall, not very big christmas tree we bought our first ever christmas tree we bought it with like a target gift card we got from our wedding and of all the things that i deemed important to load into that u-haul and drive across the country to kentucky the christmas tree (laughs) did not make the cut and apparently summer had a lot of emotional ties to that tree and that was the wrong move but we got a better tree yeah well let me start with I, I did not pack anything into the U-Haul. Um, so that is, I will take that. But you packed the tree skirt, the ornaments, our Christmas wreath, our nativity set, everything. But the Christmas tree, and I didn't know it until this week. I feel like it's been a hot debate. Do you decorate for Christmas right after Halloween? You or? know what? You bring up a good point, though. I yeah. Will- you should, let's just look at this with the glass half full. I packed all of the other Christmas decorations, so I'm just yes, going to, I'm just going to focus on that. But I didn't even know or realize that we didn't have the Christmas tree. And then, so I asked Sam, hey, when do you want to decorate for Christmas? You know, we're going to go back home to Utah for Christmas. So do we want to decorate a little earlier um, or even decorate at all or and I really wanted to decorate um kind of get the Christmas you know it's fun and then Sam told me he's like well I think I threw away and I thought you were kidding 
I literally thought he was kidding. And I went out to the garage, couldn't find the Christmas tree. And... Yeah, because I didn't pack it. Yeah, and I literally started to cry. I was so sad. Uh, but then we bought a new one, and it's an even bigger, better Christmas tree. And so we'll put that up Peace sometime. has been restored to the house. Yes. Um, sad thing, my Peloton butt broke. Well, the belt started, I was, it was Halloween day, and I was doing a, one of my favorite, if you're a Peloton gal, or even like on TikTok, Cody Rigsby uh, did his Halloween ride, and at the very end of the ride, my bike started grinding, uh, making a grinding noise. So they come tomorrow to fix that, but that was sad. Um, dancing. Well, let's get into other shows we've been watching lately. Okay. First off, Dancing with the Stars. Um, I mean, a new episode, new episode, new show comes out tomorrow. Yeah. But our favorite couple got eliminated last week. Yeah, I have never really cared too much about Dancing with the Stars, but Summer is really good friends with... She has a really good friend named Briley who is married to Brandon Armstrong, who's one of the pros there. Yeah. And um, a good friend of mine, his sister, is also... She's one of the dancers. She's not... His, a, oh, okay. She's not a pro yet, but she does like the... in. I wouldn't even... Like between the dances, she'll go out and... Dance. Yeah, she's a pro. I don't know that her official, but yeah, she's not one of the pros that dances with the couple. Well, actually, she did dance with Joe the two weeks that Joe's partner yeah. wasn't there. Her name is Alexa. And shout out to Alexa and her husband, who's in dental school at USC. Yeah. Do you guys study together? Yeah, I know Jake. Yeah. So. Anyway, we have a, we have a few personal connections to Dancing with the Star, so it's really fun. We always vote. Now we got to find a new person to vote for because we've been voting for Jordan Sparks every week. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never, I'm not on TikTok, but Charlie D'Amelio <laughs> is legit. She is so good. She is amazing. She is so good. I love Shangela, though. I think, she, no, no, no. My favorite couple to watch is Britt and Daniel. Yeah, Britt and Daniel are good. Daniel, if you haven't been watching it, he is an actor. Yeah, and he's deaf. Yeah, but he's deaf, and it's amazing that he can just keep on pace and on rhythm and everything without being able to hear the music. Yeah. I don't know to what degree he can feel the music or how exactly that works, but yeah, they're good. I think (sighs) Charlie's been great. Is she your favorite to watch? Is that who you're going to vote for tomorrow? Is Charlie? You know what? I'm going to have to really put some thought into that, (laughs) but I'll, uh, I'll report back on that next week who I decided to vote for. Okay. I want to, I think, I think Brent and Daniel are who I'm going to root for now. I just love them. I love watching them. Um, Love is Blind. We've also been watching, we're caught up on it finally. New episode comes out. I think it's the finale. I've been kind of, yeah, it, it comes out on Wednesday, the finale. Yeah, we love trash TV. I do, yeah. Love is Blind. Um, This is the third season, I believe, that has been released. We've watched the other two. I haven't gotten... We've watched all the episodes, but... I haven't gotten into it as much, I feel like. The only couple whose names I know are SK and Raven. Yeah, um, they didn't make it, though. Spoiler alert, I guess, Summer. Oh, sorry, spoiler alert if you... Yeah, if you are watching Love is... Well, if you're not caught up on Love is Blind. Yeah, spoiler alert. SK and Raven, no bueno. Yeah, didn't make it. They didn't make it. 
we don't know about who else I think just my favorite couple to watch though every time they're on camera is Colleen and Matt every time they come on they are the funnest for me to watch whether it's the drama the love they're my favorite every time it's they come just on. and Bartiz and Nancy yeah it's just the whole show is just <laughs> it's trash tv and there's a market for it and we are definitely in that market yeah but there's a lot of i don't know even know if you could call it character development yeah. but i feel like they try really hard to portray people in a certain light and i so your opinions of people are kind of skewed but it's still a good show yeah yeah it's any reality yeah, TV. I'm excited to see SK and Raven. SK said no at the altar. Mm -hmm. But no one else has made it to the altar yet. I think um, Bartiz and it's Nancy, right? Yeah. They The last episode we saw ended on their wedding, but we didn't get to see whether or not they said yes. So we're excited for that. I think it, the new episodes come out November 8th, which is... Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, or, yeah that's what I said. Right? I think that's Tuesday. Oh, maybe it is Tuesday. Oh, we'll keep up by the time we come out. Because um, this will come out on Tuesday. Our episode. Um, we watch, also watched the movie The Good Nurse. Yeah, I don't trust the healthcare system anymore. <laughs> I mean, it happened in 2004. Okay, not like it was in the 1800s. Yeah, that's true. And that the, well, the way the nurse was getting away... What? Let's explain... Spark well, notes. yeah. Let's not give away too much. If you're planning on watching The Good Nurse, which you should, it's a really good show. Um, There's a famous nurse who was responsible for killing a lot of his patients. Yeah. What did they say he confessed? He confessed to 29, but they've suspected up to 400 patients that he's responsible for killing. And it's just a movie about... That and, and it happened out in like New Jersey, I think, right? Was yeah, it New that Jersey? sounds right. Yeah, I'm learning that our comprehension on movies and recalling TV shows maybe is not the best. Yeah, anyway, it's funny because I have never worked on a hospital floor, so the whole time Sam would be like, What's this? What's this? And I, I mean, I did go to nursing school and I do know, like, I did clinicals in the hospital, but there's a lot of times where I was like, I don't know, so. Not a great nurse to watch. I'm not a great nurse to watch it with, because I've never worked in an ICU. I did my capstone in the ICU, but I never worked in an ICU. So, anyway, that was a good show. I uh, if you, I would recommend that. It yeah. is kind of, uh, it is kind of unbelievable how he was able to. Yeah, and how hospitals handled it. Yeah, that I guess is the hardest thing for me is seeing how the hospitals. I think it said he went to nine. He was at nine different hospitals. And they all suspected or possibly even knew something was up. Yeah. But they all just kind of fired him and swept it under the rug. It's kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know if they've made a movie or a series about it, but I listened to a podcast about Dr. Death. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good podcast. And he was a neurosurgeon that was, I can't remember exactly if he was deliberately killing patients or if he was intoxicated but these hospitals, he just kind of got passed around and it never got taken care of. So it does kind of make you worry that these 
hosp- these private hospitals. Rather than facing a lawsuit. Yeah, rather than facing a lawsuit, they're just worried about covering themselves. So, anyways, give yeah. the good nurse a, a watch. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Um, and we also love TV recommendations as well. So, um, last, well, we'll just last, last life update. We'll talk about your pedicure. That got a lot of attention on your Instagram. I'm a big pedicure guy. Wait, wait, wait. Let me start with, I, it was kind of, I wanted to plan a date. You wanted to go see Black Adam, which we might still go see. But I chose our date night activity, which was pedicures. Uh, my, I love to get a pedicure every, every couple months. So Sam came with me. He's never had a pedicure. And I just want you to recall the experience. Um, how could I explain it? It was magical. <laughs> I mean, they get... So, I, I'll go start to finish. You walk in there. They they sit you down. They, um... My... The lady that did my pedicure started off with the hot water and the thing. Put that scrubby stuff on my feet and legs. Gave me a massage. And then it was excellent. I just... you. What did you compare it to? I thought it was funny. I don't even remember. Dentistry. Oh, Because I have the drill out on my gel. Yeah, so my experience was very blissful. I enjoyed it. They cleaned up my uh, cuticles, my nail bed. I don't know what else they did. Yeah. She cut a lot of stuff away on my toes. My toes felt great. I'd give it an 11 out of 10 experience. But it did kind of remind me of dentistry because Summer has the uh, the jail nails. And she pulled out some little drill at the first and started drilling away at uh this the gel to get the gel off summer's toenails and then they use little trimmers and things so it kind of reminded me of dentistry because um I'm in school for that so literally everything reminds me of dentistry it's all that's on your mind you have to tell them what the best part you're not even we understand what was included what did you get um well yeah so there was a polish included in the treatment i guess you could call it and i didn't want to waste it so i got my toenails painted black yeah it was a total shock to me sounds like and it was so funny because the ladies were like oh you want gel you want gel and um i was like no he does not want gel and you were like sure i'll get gel because that's what i was getting on my toes well i didn't know they were trying to upsell me on the toenail polish yeah (laughs) so i was like just get the polish if you want to get the polish it's already included in your pedicure, we have um, nail polish remover here at home whenever you want to get rid of it. Your yeah, but here, here's the thing, though. people, Some people gave me some flack for getting my toenails painted black. No, I'm never barefoot. Yeah. No one ever sees my toenails. It's only me. I didn't think it was a big deal. I thought it was... I mean, I didn't think it was a big deal. I thought it was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. But I do think, on that note, if there is a punch pass... Or a membership or something to the pedicures, I'll definitely sign up because I was glowing after that experience. I felt like I was floating and it was great. Yeah. Big pedicure guy. (laughs) Okay. Life updates. Wow. That went. We had a lot of good ones though. I like that though. Going into our actual topic of conversation is our education. We've done a lot of it. You and I both. Obviously different paths. I'm a nurse. You're going into school to be a dentist. Um, I kind of want to talk about beginning to now, to present. I want to start with giving a disclaimer, though, because obviously 
this is from our personal experience, our personal perspective. Um, we understand that other people are going to go through education differently and our opinions may vary and we respect that. But just know that this is our, what, what our education and this is what we know, right? Yeah, I think that is important because we, it, we fully understand that not everyone needs to go to college and we do not believe that you need to go to college and to a ton of school to have a good life and a good job. But this is just what we've decided to do and we have our reasons for doing that. Yeah. So we just want to give you our thoughts Yeah. on that process. And I mean, I don't know if our thoughts are worth anything, but we're still going to tell you what we think. Yeah. This podcast is about career development and ours was all through education. So that's what we're going to go on. So with the career development, I feel like it starts with high school is kind of where we started. So that's where we're going to start. Um, a lot of the advice that we also received was from peers, friends, old roommates that um, we asked questions for in preparation for the podcast. So I'll start with just like my personal approach to high school. I really wanted to graduate high school with my associate's degree. That was my goal. I didn't graduate high school with my associate's. I was just shy of it. Can I, let me, why was that a goal? Why, why was that important for you to graduate with your associate's? Or why did you feel that was important? So I really wanted to, I, in high school, I wanted to go to medical school. So I want to be on the fastest track possible Obviously, taking concurrent enrollment, is which is what I took a lot of, um, or dual credits, a lot of um, people know it as, are cheaper than actual college. And I was getting done faster, so that was the motivation to be done with school quicker. So essentially, the concurrent enrollment means you're taking college classes, or classes that count towards college credit while you're in high school yes and I did a lot of that so I spent a lot of time in high school I didn't play I did drill team like the dance team my sophomore year of high school our high school was um, 10th 11th and 12th grade so my first year of high school I did do drill team Um, I was a bit I um did I did was a classically trained pianist so that's probably the main thing I did in extracurricular in high school Um, but other than that, I really, honestly, especially my senior year, I would go home and do no less than five hours of homework a day. And just because I had that goal. And I also, we, we both did, we graduated high school with a 4.0. So academics were very important to me. I was, I did do choir junior and senior year, but I wasn't a choir. I wouldn't consider myself a, my heart and soul was not into choir. I just did it because my friend, my best friend did it. So yeah, so do you think that taking all of those classes, would you say overall it was beneficial to you or unbeneficial? Absolutely, it was beneficial. I mean, I saved a lot of money and I started um, when I actually was in college, graduated from high school. Obviously, I was in higher classes and I was farther along than most freshmen going into college. But anyway, that was my personal approach. I want you to kind of cover your personal like so Sam and I went to high school together um we dated off and on in high school um but I just want our high school experience was a little different so I just want you to talk about your high school experience what your approach was okay I still have some questions for you but we can get to those in a second I guess 
So I always knew I wanted to be a dentist. That is something that has always been on my mind. I can remember going to, my dad is a dentist. My uncle is a dentist. I have two uncles that are dentists. My grandpa's a dentist. I can remember going to their office and playing with um, a model of teeth that they had when I was young. I don't know why. I just always wanted to be a dentist. Yeah, I remember you telling me in seventh grade that you wanted to be a dentist. Yeah, so I knew from seventh grade that school was important. And even if I didn't comprehend why, I knew that it was important and I wanted to get good grades. So I always worked hard in school to get good grades. Um, Like Summer said, I graduated with a 4.0. However, I... It was also very important to me in high school to be social and like really find out who my friends were and what I was into outside of school. And so I played baseball and football um, with the high school. And I also played junior jazz, which is just like basketball, city league basketball with friends on the side. And I was really busy with sports. I did... Not only did I have practice, but I would um, do catching lessons. I was a catcher. I'd ha- I had a hitting coach. Football, I would go down on the weekends and run routes and lift weights. And I had speed training. And I did a lot of things so that I also excelled at sports. And I didn't play any collegiate sports, but sports were very important to me in high school. And... Some of my best friends that I've made to this day were from those experiences. Um, On an academic level, though, or from an academic point of view, I always knew that was important and that it would benefit me to get good grades. So I made sure that I got good grades and I made time for that as well. I feel like I was comparing you and I. I had a lot more balance, I would say. I would definitely say that. Yeah, I was a lot more balanced between social life and friends and academics because I guess I I wasn't in like a race to get done with school yeah I would agree with that I was all all I thought about was academics I think in high school and piano so so I have a question for you do you feel like or do you regret I mean I don't like to say regret but do you wish you would have put more time into the social aspect of things in high school? Because it's not like you don't have any friends. Yeah. But you did definitely put a lot of time into the education side of things. And you would prioritize that over social things. Yeah. Or playing a sport or something else. Yeah, for sure. So I, as far as like where I'm at now and how high school played into that. I wish that I don't necessarily regret taking college classes because I do think that helped me prepare for college and save a lot of money on college classes. But I wish that I did like a CNA course or did something to kind of explore career, like get a job, whether that was going to school and getting a pharmacy tech license or if I, I think if I got my CNA license, sooner than I did because I didn't get my CNA license until I was two years into college 
And then once I was a CNA, I knew that nursing was what I needed to do and I love to do. I abs like this is anyone who's been a CNA or knows a CNA knows that that job is hard. It is on every level, emotionally, physically, it's a hard job. I loved being a CNA. So I think if I just explored what I actually wanted to do working with people, I think I would have realized that I wanted to be a nurse a lot sooner. So taking all those college classes, yes, were helpful, but I wish I did a little bit more of career, like focused and sh or shadowed someone at least, like a nurse or a doctor or saw that, and then prioritize, prioritize a little bit more of um, social time because you're never in high school. Like I, not that I had friends and I have good memories, but I did spend a lot of my time where I missed out on like going to like football games or volleyball games or um, other activities from the school because I was um, doing homework so often. Yeah, and I, I do like your point there where, I mean, life is hard and I think there are very few 16, 17, 18-year-old kids that actually know what they want to do and then stick to that. Absolutely. I think you're a rare, well, you are a rare gem, but. That's right. Don't forget it. <laughs> you are. Yeah. So I, I like that, that if you do feel like you want to do something that requires more education or a college education, like law school or dentistry or medicine or nursing or engineering or any other thing that requires more education, I do think it would be a great idea in high school to go shadow. Yeah. You had that experience shadowing your dad, knowing that that was what you were interested in. And you saw it close up what a dentist's lifestyle is like. Yeah, I I guess in all reality, I've just always been one step closer to becoming my dad. <laughs> yes. As we said before in the last... Um, um, so just a few things that as I um, talked to other... Or as we have talked to other people that we know who are more called like education route type of people um this is kind of what they said as far as advice to other to high schoolers um take the act or sat as many times as you can um it's a huge help in receiving scholarships and can save you thousands of dollars yeah so this once again benefited me greatly just because i knew that i wanted to go to school and the way that, at least in Utah, I'm sure it's similar in other states, but the college is there. They have like a, a flow chart or something. A scholarship index. A scholarship index. There you go. That tells you with a certain GPA and a certain SAT or ACT score, you qualify for X, Y, or Z scholarship. Yeah. So I, um, with my numbers, my ACT score and my GPA, I qualify for a full tuition scholarship at Utah Valley University. And I took the ACT three times and it was great. I mean, I didn't have to pay for any of my undergrad. Yeah, that was amazing. It helped for both of us, honestly, as being married now. Oh, so not only, yeah, and not only did I get the full tuition from UVU, but I also got the Regent Scholarship. And I can't remember exactly how much money it was, but I think it was four semesters they gave me an extra 
the first semester I think was $2,500 and then the other three were $1,250. I believe that's right. I It's probably changed now, but yeah, that was important for me just because knowing that from the time I was in ninth grade to when I finished high school, I just needed to get good grades. And I do think it is manageable to get good grades in high school. And the way high school set up, as long as you turn in your homework, show up to class and and work hard, most teachers are willing to work with you on getting good grades and will let you even retake exams. So just if you know that's what you want to do, give it the time and the work it needs. And yeah, take the ACT. I had a tutor that helped me with English because I had a hard time with that. And it got my score up and then I qualified for that scholarship. As a high schooler, I've never asked you this question, but did the word tutor scare you? Because obviously uh, you're a smart person. Does the word tutor scare you though? Or as a high school student, did it? Um, I think personally, I have a stigma that if you have a tutor, it means you're struggling in something. And in my experience, I I actually, so I wasn't bad at English but I wanted to get better at it. So if you want to improve at something, having, this is going to sound so like, duh, but if you want to improve at something, having someone that knows what they're doing help you will obviously help you learn it better, right? No matter what that is, if you have someone, I had a catching coach who played college baseball he had more experience than me he knew more than me and it helped me become a better catcher my English tutor her name was Megan she was really good at English and it helped me a lot so I think the stigma that you're dumb and you need a tutor that is kind of how I have looked at things but if you want help to get better at something get a tutor it doesn't matter you, you can't have an ego with things. I've learned that. The most important thing in, in my experience is just don't have an ego because in the end, it's your life. So it doesn't matter what anyone else says or thinks. You got to do your thing. So if you're struggling with something, get someone that knows what they're doing. They'll help you out. They'll help you get better at it. Yeah, I agree with that. I had a tutor for calculus. Um, some other words of advice is show up to class. You already said this. Show up to class and be on time. Another one is be in high school. It's it's cool to have school spirit, and it's cool to be part of a club or team, and dressing up for spirit week is cool. I, I thought that was really good advice. I know that's not academic advice, but it's funny in high school, your sophomore year, you're like, oh, I can't dress up. Like, we just had Halloween. You're like, oh, I, I can't dress up for Halloween. That's not cool. People are going to think that's weird. By the time you're a senior, you're all for dressing up for crazy hair day or whatever spirit week may be. And that's cool. And I, I agree with that. I thought that was great advice. Um, another one that I got was no one, uh, no one in high school is going to think you're cool if you were a cheerleader or on the football team. So I'm not saying like obviously you were on the football team, but I think what this person meant was just they meant oh how would you describe that? 
So I would like to say that I was cool and I was on the football team. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But at least for me, that was football was great. I had fun. Baseball was great. It was fun. But I had after high school, I had no desire to play after. And mm-hmm. that was my experience. I, I just feel like that. That was the time and place for those things. Yeah. You did it for you. Um, yeah, I, I did learn a lot from those sports, but it like now I guess a good way to put it is that be playing having played baseball or football, that doesn't define who I am now. That's not my identity. That is just an experience that I had that's added some sort of value to my life, is how I would put it. Yeah. Has anyone asked you what sports you played in high school now? Yeah, they ask me. And I think for the most part, it's to build some sort of, or it's to look for something in common. Because I have dental classmates that played baseball in high school. And so we can talk about baseball things because we do like it. And I do love baseball. I watch the World Series. I hate the Astros and I hate that they won, but they're good. I mean, they're a dynasty. But so just things like that, talking about baseball, being able to relate to people about baseball and sports, um, it's definitely served its purpose in that regard. Because I like to get to know people and have things in common with them. You know that. Whenever I meet someone in the first 10 seconds, I'll try to find something in common with them. Yes. Um, Another piece of advice, look at um, someone you know and are interested in what they do. And ask how they got there. So if you um possibly and maybe ask if you can shadow them. So I think that's good. Like, look at someone in your community, someone in your neighborhood, someone you know, an adult, and you look at their lifestyle. Like, what are they going on vacation often? Are they living in a type of house that you would want to live in? Are they doing something that sounds like a really cool job, something you'd be interested in? And I think most people, at least people that I know, most adults who have, you know, they're in their career, have been in it for a while, are willing to let you come shadow if their job permits. Would you say so? Yeah, I think that's great advice. Yeah, just as important as the lifestyle that that person lives, you, if you don't really like what they're doing, then find someone else because you need to love what you're getting into. At least for me, I I really love dentistry and I geek out about it. If I didn't, though, I wouldn't be doing it. It doesn't matter how great the pay is or how great the lifestyle is. You need to love what you're doing and be passionate about it. So find people who you look up to, just like you said. You think their job might be interesting. Ask them if you can shadow. Yeah, ask them how they got there, too. I always think that's important because you can look at someone and they can say... It took them 12 years to get where they are. It took them four years to get where they are. Or maybe it was 20 years of building their business. So Yeah, that's another thing that's kind of funny too is that everyone has the the one true and only path to get where they got. Even you and I, we did things a certain way and we'll be like, this is how you got to do X, Y, or Z. And get as many opinions as you can and then form your own path and form your own process and yeah just learn from everyone you can I think that that's the the best way to do things 
Yeah. Another advice, and I kind of touched on this earlier, is start an entry-level job. Um, I think this is great uh, as a high school student. If you can, if you're, you know, a lot of, like, you play, actually, you're the busiest person I know in high school, and you still worked a job. Um, but started, like, as I talked, I, I think if I was a CNA sooner, then I probably would have chosen nursing rather than, I switched back and forth from med school to pharmacy. Um, I think I, or if you're interested in sales, see if you can work at someone's small business, follow a business owner. Um, if you're interested in doing like childcare or I remember students in elementary, if you are interested in elementary ed or education, a lot of teachers will let you come intern at their, I remember high school students. I don't know exactly how you do that. I didn't do that. Um, but there's a lot of great opportunities. So I think, um, and then do you have anything you want to talk about your job that you worked in high school? Shout out to Cafe Zupas. <laughs> I did uh, my fair share of time back there making paninis and tossing salads and pouring soup. And it was great. I really enjoyed it, but I it reaffirmed to me that I did not want to be in the food industry. I just realized we don't have a Cafe Zupas out here in Kentucky the other day. And... I have a little sad. Really good. And then, um, this is kind of the last thing we're going to, well, one more is just look at the college you're going to go to and see if, the, if you're going to take dual credits while you're in high school, look if they transfer. The last, after all that advice, I asked people what advice they had got in high school that they feel was unhelpful to them. So the only, and I only had one person say this and we can touch on it. But knowing the difference between AP classes versus concurrent enrollment. And so I talked with this person actually on the phone. And in I remember in high school, they weighed AP classes. Teachers, like that was the class, that was the college class to be taking the hardest. And it would look so good on your transcripts. And yeah. all the college people would love it and you have to do it. And yeah, not true. Yeah. It is not true. At least... For our situations, not true. It was not true. Yeah, you're not guaranteed the credit. They're really hard classes. And I remember even teachers saying, if you got a lower grade than an A in that class, it would still be better than if you took an easy class with an A. And I don't think admission boards at universities or colleges take the time to look at that. I think they just see your GPA and your SAT or ACT score, and that's the scholarship you get. I don't think they're looking that closely. So know what university you want to go to. Look at their scholarship index and know where you kind of want to lie on that, what scholarships you can qualify for. Because there are scholarships, I mean, you could go all the way and get full ride like Sam, or I think I got half tuition. I got a, a fraction of my college paid for. I didn't get as high of an ACT score as you. Um, but I would, if you're interested in taking college classes while you're in high school, um, concurrent enrollment, if you're going to stay, this is what I have learned looking into it. If you're going to stay in your home state for college, dual credits are usually the best as far as their guaranteed credit. Just make sure you get the grades you want because those will go on your college transcript. AP classes, you're not guaranteed. So if you get a bad grade in it. It's not going to go on your college transcript or if you don't pass the test, sorry. If you don't pass the test, 
it won't go on your college transcript, but it might affect your high school GPA if you don't end up getting a, the grades that you're shooting for for a scholarship. It is going to reflect on that. So, but AP is good if you're going to transfer out of state. If you're going to go to a college or university, those transfer better than if you're going to a university or even the university you're receiving dual credit through is what I've learned kind of looking up um, AP classes versus concurrent or dual credit classes. Yeah, I think that's great. So. Yeah, I, I took three AP classes and I didn't get credit for any of them when I got back from my mission. I did serve a two-year mission, but I had to, I took AP Calculus and AP Stats did really well. And AP Spanish, right? And AP Spanish, but the math in particular, I took, I did really well on both of the AP tests and I had to take math 1050, which I think is considered a an easier math class. I had to take that when I got back from my mission and kind of restart. So it ended up only serving my GPA, but like, having to take a harder class really yeah. so i mean you still finish with a 4.0 but that was kind of all the advice that i got um i think i'm going to make a part two of this obviously we've gone along a lot longer than anticipated for this episode so we're going to do a part two on our education and wrap it up um yeah just to for me to close this little high school segment I would say that if you want to go to college and you are planning on going to college, just take high school seriously. And that doesn't mean don't have fun and don't be silly and be a kid and go hang out with your friends and play sports. Go do that. High school is fun. I really enjoyed high school. But just keep in mind that the grades you get in 9th grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, and 12th grade, they they could help you out a lot in college. Yeah, absolutely. Just because I took school serious in 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, it ended up paying for my whole undergrad education. So that would be my advice. If you want to go to college, and that is something that you have in your mind, or even if you're unsure, just take school seriously, work hard in class, show up to class, do your homework, Get good grades just so that if you do decide to go to college, you will it will you'll be able to qualify for some sort of scholarship. And if you get done with high school and you end up not wanting to go to college, then there's nothing hurt. Yeah, I, I think that's a great actually that's a great note to finish on. We will do part two and we'll go into our college or university education. We'll start. Thank you guys.